Hello, everyone. This is Colin Beckford from the Scales Podcast, and today I'm here with Patrick Canny and Mark Mangren, and we will be talking about 44 Festival in Japan. Uh, can you go through just really quick what 44 Festival is and how it works? Because you kind of don't understand. Sure. Yeah, I believe 44 Festival is run by the same group of people that ran 44 Clash in the past, but it's kind of a smaller version. Um, it's not as secretive obviously as they release freestyle videos compared to 44 clash throughout the year they hold these 44 festa contests which are small and then around this time of year they hold 44 festival which kind of like the big version of it the divisions they have are under 30 and over 30 actually which is a new thing this year and they also use a different scoring system i believe it's pretty much only evaluations and no click yeah i find that very interesting because not only is there only just evaluations, but it's also all the divisions combined. Um, I also yeah. really like the concept of over and under 30 because now a lot of the previous generation of yoyers are starting to hit that like 30 age and we can see them freestyle again. So there's people like Takahiro Izuka and Semba who are freestyling and it's nice to see them yoyoing. So to start out, me and Kenny will be talking about Takumi Shirasaki. He has an extremely rare style and he actually only throws front style, which is kind of weird, but I feel like it kind of makes his style more interesting at the same time. Um, his tricks are, I guess, very unique. He incorporates a lot of unusual slack elements, as well as maneuvers that people usually don't do in contests. And obviously his tricks aren't competition-oriented by any means, but they're still really cool to me. I'd like to see him hit like a really clean freestyle one day to see how well he does and like how far his capabilities actually can go. Yeah, I think Shirasaki had a really uh, interesting trick set. Um, to me, it looked like he would be like the product of if you took someone who just had like a lot of raw yo-yo skill, but then like never really watched any yo-yo videos and kind of just developed their own thing. Um, so the tricks that are just like very different than even like our current idea of like interesting yo-yo tricks, which I think was pretty cool to see. Um, his tricks are still like really fluid, even though he does only do front throws, um, which is something that's maybe a little bit weird to think about. I don't really know how viable his trick set actually is, but I think more players should be watching him and like sort of taking notice of his new new trick styles. Um, because like Colin said, he does do a lot of really unique and rare um, slack elements. Yep. Next up, another one of my personal favorites was Yoshinori Kawamura, and he is honestly like an extremely smooth and awesome style to watch. His pacing's amazing and it really adds to the elements that he does as well and his vibe on stage is also always pretty relaxed so it's just very different to watch um i think what i like most about his trick composition is that he blends modern 1a elements with some classic ideas that you'd see maybe in the early to mid 2000s showing variation in pretty much anything that he does yeah and then um i'll talk about hakamada takumi hakamada next um so obviously like really insane tricks and crazy bangers like he always brings to the stage and he also did some pretty cool new tricks that at least i hadn't seen before which i thought was cool to see um obviously cleanliness is sort of his biggest issue in um i guess winning more contests in the future but super duper amazing tricks and his horizontal foray is definitely i think the best in the game right now um he just does like crazier crazier tricks horizontal than like anybody else can do and he brings like really insane regen combos too. So overall, just like a really well-rounded 4A player, I think with like extreme trick diversity. 
It's kind of funny to me because I feel like he's one of the few players that can make recoveries that he messes up look as good as they do. <laughs> Which is like a really interesting factor, but it kind of like adds to the excitement of his freestyle, so I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that Hakumata is one of my the most exciting forward players right now, and I'm glad that he's still making new tricks and despite already having very insane tricks, and I'm sure that at some point he'll just buckle down and only do the tricks that he's become very comfortable with and just have this insanely scoring uh, freestyle and just kind of blow the competition away. Next up is Daiki Tanaka who placed second out of the whole event. Um, Daiki's style is very different than the current meta and he focuses mainly on body tricks and horizontal, like technical tricks isn't really a strong suit here. but. He still has a really unique performance in his freestyle, and instead of cramming tricks like most people do, it seems sort of like kind of what the construction evaluation category would be like, sort of like some story in a way. Like he had a lot of different phases to his routine, so it was really interesting to watch. Yeah, next up is uh, the winner of the contest, which is Hajime Mira. He did 3A this contest, and I think it's one of my favorite 3A freestyles to date. He really stepped it up this year in general with these... Uh, I'm not a 3A player, so I can't explain this so well, but he has these kind of dual elements in a way where he does different things with each yo-yo. Uh, Colin probably explained this better. Right, yeah, so Hajime is kind of developing ahead of the current 3A trick set that people do, and instead of revolving his tricks around the commonly used kink mount, which is pretty much two one and a half mounts kind of like branded together, he's starting to do tricks that are it's kind of like each yo-yo is doing 1A on its own, like without being connected or attached to the other yo-yo. So it's very interesting. Um, for me, when I kind of like analyze Hajime's routines while judging them, they're interesting to score because it, they're still pretty new. So it'll be interesting to see how these tricks work out for him in the future. Yeah, and this is also one of my favorite freestyles as well because of the emphasis on performance compared to previous freestyles. He kind of almost seems like Yamato. On stage now yeah. and uh, that in conjunction with him being comfortable doing this kind of new style of asynchronous 3a uh, really really sets him ahead and I don't see anyone catching up to him anytime soon is he unbeatable I don't think so um, because for now he does have repeated elements and his tricks aren't perfectly clean but he's really gaining some uh, like some lead on the rest of the three players in the world. Right yeah, now. one thing one thing I noticed in this Hajime freestyle compared to his worlds was that he seemed to kind of go back to his older ways of incorporating maybe too many double trapezes into his routine. And maybe it was because this contest didn't really focus on or this contest did not have clicks involved. Or I'm unsure if he'll maybe just stick to these tricks. It'll be interesting to see what tricks he chooses to keep. So, this is Colin Beckford, Patrick Handy, and Mark Mangaren signing off of the Scales Podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode, and we highly encourage you to go watch the routines from 44 Festival.